Did someone say Unleashed? Welcome to the truth in politics, culture wars, and that chaos of Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Expand your mind now with D, live on the radio, and the Daily Shot of Freedom podcast, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Where most people stop, D begins. We talk about everything. Almost Unleashed, Uninhibited, Unapologetic starts now. Good morning. Good morning, Fat Tuesday. All right, it's Fat Tuesday, February 13th. 2024. Good morning to Unleashed Entertainment Talk. We're unfiltered. We're right here, unapologetic, uninhibited. And we are the Unleashed Entertainment Talk Network. My name is D. Broadcasting live at WPBP 104.3 FM, The Pirate. On Facebook Live, go to Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Check out the video and audio and get in the conversation. Also, you can uh, check out the podcast after the show every day and every episode at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fat Tuesday. Tomorrow's Valentine's. We're right there in the middle. We got double trouble coming at you. Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras tonight. Today. Valentine's Day tomorrow, so. Anyway, thanks for joining us on this Tuesday morning. We broadcast live out of Pearl, Mississippi, but we're nationwide and worldwide. All right, again, my name is D. Our text line is 769-208-3809. 769-208-3809. And, of course, the Facebook live feed is up wide open. Already very active on this Fat Tuesday morning. Thank y'all for joining. As usual, all of you good people. Give a quick shout out. Angie Dennison Jones. Debbie in the house. Barrett. Mike Silva. Straight out of NOLA, New Orleans. And of course, Anita. The beautiful Cindy. Hello, hello, hello. So, like it. Two hours ago at like 4 a.m., 4 a.m. when everybody was sleeping, everybody was nice and sleepy and sleeping, the, uh, they passed the bill with the $95 billion going to Ukraine, going to everywhere except the border. We're kind of in a pickle here, Okay. That being the Senate. Now, the House is saying they're not going to take up the deal. The Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. I don't feel like they will until they come back on March 1st. That wouldn't be rather smart. But there has been some examination, and we're going to go over some of that this morning, to the bill. If you read the fine print, which J.D. Vance and quite a few other people who know what they're looking at and really read it close, they see that that bill is not only a pile of junk, 
but it also kicks in in 25 and 26 to make sure that if, in fact, President Trump is the president, you know, he said he could take care of the border in 24 to 48 hours, that would block him and they would be able to impeach him on day one, of course. That's what they're wanting to do. So to solve all this, to solve all this insanity that's going on, the House, which has an extreme small margin, there can't be any traitors this time. They all have to vote correctly. Okay? They all have to vote correctly. And if they don't do that for this country and for all of us that put them in office, we're up the river without a paddle, as they say. Okay? Because right now, so many neocons agree to this bill that they worked on through the night last night and the night Sunday night during the Super Bowl. So one of the main actors in this, unfortunate, calls itself a Republican, is Roger Wicker from the state of Mississippi. People blew this guy's phone up. They blew his uh, emails up. They blew his social media up. He still went along with Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, and the neocons, and he signed, in fact, at 3.30 in the morning today, the junker. They stayed up all night, okay, working. They call it working for the people when they were actually working against the United States people. Good morning, Danny Ray. So... Just remember all of this when primary season rolls around in a month or less. Anybody that can be primaried out, that needs to happen now. Keep in mind, March 12th, if you're in Mississippi, everybody else is around Super Tuesday, you know, beginning of March, whatever. But in Mississippi, it's one month from yesterday, March 12th. You will see Roger Wicker on the ballot. Do not vote for him. Don't. They're two great choices. The Colonel, Burton, Gannon Burton, and Dan Eubanks. And then there's Roger Wicker and some other guy. But listen, know that we have choices. And to get rid of these people like Roger Wicker, for example, you have to primary these people. Even Charlie Kirk was pushing it hard last night. Get Roger Wicker out from Mississippi. Now, how bad does that look for us Mississippi folk down here? Well, it doesn't just look bad for us because he, in fact, used his voting power, his dinosaur theory from being there 100 years, to vote against his constituents, in my opinion. So, I just don't know anybody that wants to give all this money to these other countries, but not fix the border. I've never met a person, not one, that agrees to that. Never. But, you know, of course, his cronies will line up and vote for him. That's why it's so important that on the primary, we go ahead and deal with it now. Two people, there's two good people to go up against Wicker and then... Whoever wins that primary 
we have to go all in on them. Okay, both of them are good guys, okay? Good morning, Michelle. So, yeah, they stayed up the entire night in D.C., in the swamp, in the sewage, to pass a sewer bill. And it passed, y'all, officially. $95 million of junk. Zero for the border. Zero. Not one single dollar. They blame that on the Republicans. But Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, says the House is going to, you know, ace it. It's dead on arrival. But that's highly dangerous considering we've only got like a two-person majority or something insane. Razor, razor, razor thin. Strange things can happen. So stay on top of your United States Congress now instead of the senators. They've already made their mistakes, the ones that made them. But I would still let Roger Wicker, if you're from Mississippi, know that we know what he did. And he is guilty of it. And what we do to get back at him and all of that stuff, simple. The primaries are coming out. Vote for a good choice. And then vote primary him out. Vote him out in November. That's it. It's the only choice we have, in fact. Because he's not a Republican. He has a R behind his name. He has the nerve to run commercials in South Mississippi and North Mississippi saying that he's on board with Trump. Lie, lie, and lie. Because guess what? Trump's not on board with his junk. So we know it's a lie. Trump directly said, do not vote for that ridiculous bill. Wicker, with all of his side deals, his so-called donors, his so-called PACs, bad, bad news, you guys. He's no different than Benny Bad Boy Thompson at the end of the day. He just happens to have an R behind his name, and Benny has a D. Corruption at its finest, and, and just downright doesn't care about his constituents. And that position should be about that and that only. In Benny's case, he's in the Congress, and in Roger, Roger's case, he's in the Senate. Okay, it just... These people have to go, you guys. But here's the other situation in the state of Mississippi. We have to get out and vote in the primaries. A lot of people can't even tell you when the primaries are for Republicans. March 12th. March 12th. Go vote at your precinct on March 12th. Primary these fools out. That's it. That's all you can do. Because you're going to have a choice. Roger Wicker, Dan Eubanks, Colonel uh, Colonel Gannon. I believe there's another couple of gentlemen running from the coast, but I know for a fact that you have choices. That's my whole point, okay? And I know for a fact that Dan Eubanks and, and the Colonel are great people, and they stand for the Trump policies. They stand for MAGA. They stand for freedom. So... Remember that when you're voting in the primary, please. Very important. I don't get paid by these politicians, y'all.
I'm just speaking the truth. Okay? Just speaking my truth. And I would say my opinion, but <laughs> with Wicker and people like that and Benny Thompson, it's not my opinion. It's pretty much everybody's opinion. So, that's got to happen. It just does. If we're going to move forward, because as I said, in the early morning, 3.30 or so, when nobody was watching this morning, the Senate voted to plow another 60 billion to Ukraine and the war machine gets billions and billions for a total of 95 million, excuse me, billion, 95.3 billion. 22 Republican senators supported it. Hell, even three Democrats opposed it. Wow. Wow. See the final here. Guess whose name's on the top, by the way? Roger Wicker, Mississippi. Of course, Mitt Romney. Give me a break. Mitch McConnell, of course. John Corrin, of course. Boozman. Just insane to me. Insane. Okay, insane. We've got to come to, we've got to get together as a country and finally decide, with Donald Trump in office, by the way, the only one who's not afraid to stand up to the idiots. we got to get together and talk about it. And talk about it. This was a disastrous bill from the get-go. It just was. And uh, there's a hidden impeachment clause, and don't think they won't use it, buried in this bill, in the Ukraine funding bill. It's buried in the bill text, and it is the impeachment time bomb for the next Trump presidency. So now we have no choice but to depend on our House of Representatives to make this thing dead on arrival. We cannot. This time, they have to line up like the Democrats usually do. They have to vote in step, period. They just have to, every single person. And that's got to happen, y'all. We're going to be talking about that on and off all day because it's, it's that important. It is. In 2019, the U.S. House impeached then-President Donald Trump on the theory that they had appropriated money to Ukraine and Donald Trump refused to send it to Ukraine. So if Trump is elected president again and become president on January of 2025, he will conduct diplomacy. And if that diplomacy does not include sending additional billions to Ukraine, there is a theoretical argument, a predicate, if you will, for impeaching Donald Trump because they have tried to tie his hands. And the final point I'll make on this, Tucker, is that the Washington Post has already has already said, based on leaks from inside the intel community, the purpose of this legislation is to tie a future President Trump's hands. We're not just sending billions to Ukraine in 2024. We're trying to make it impossible for the next president to conduct diplomacy on his terms. It's anti-democratic, and it will lead to endless war in the, all over the world. Yeah, remember that? That's what they're going to do. That's what that's what this is designed to do, you guys, ladies and gentlemen. It is. 
David Hall said flood Wicker's office demanding he resign for the betrayal to his constituents and the trust. Right? They continue to steal all of our grandchildren and our children's future. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I called there a few times yesterday. Actually got a lady on the phone and she said, wow, we're getting a lot of phone calls about this. I said, I understand, but what is he going to do? And, you know, I apparently he didn't do what we were all calling about. Mike Silva said he has no sound. Yeah, well, it's working, sir. Maybe uh, rebooted or something. But, yeah, we, we have to, the House has to vote against this disastrous bill. Literally. Because that's what it is. You know? It's exactly what it is. It's a disaster. And quite frankly, <laughs> the senators that jumped in on that, useless. Useless idiots. And that's what they think we are. No. In fact, from now on, they are. In fact, from now on, they are tonight or last night now. Well, actually, it was about 3.30 this morning. Officially, the Senate gave the middle finger to America. The middle finger to America. Endless money for Ukraine, but nothing for the American people. Again, again. How does it feel getting the middle finger? Well, we're kind of getting used to it under the Biden administration and under our currently policy makers. We have enough money to make hundreds of millions of dollars of our taxpayer funds available to the private sector in Ukraine. We are now literally funding their businesses, their banks, Lord knows what. We've got money without end. We've got enough money to pay for bureaucrat salaries. We've got enough money to pay for Ukrainian government officials' pensions. We've got enough money for so-called humanitarian aid that gets funneled away from, siphoned off into any manner of corrupt uses. We won't know because we don't have a special inspector general to oversee this money, but that's a different story. Oh, no, we've got plenty of money. And I have listened carefully, carefully, to colleague after colleague of mine come to this floor and stand where I am now and say, it's so important that we spend this money on these overseas wars, we must spend the money. If we don't spend this money now, why, it may cost us more money in the future. No, it's, it's imperative. It's imperative that we spend this money. Meanwhile, these same people turn to the citizens of Missouri and say, you're not worth a dime. They say, you can't have a penny. They turn to the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee and Alaska and New Mexico and Arizona and Utah and Texas and they say, we don't care that you were poisoned. We don't have a dime for you. We have unlimited money for Ukraine. We're going to rebuild the borders of Ukraine. That's in this bill, but we don't have anything for you. Yeah, they have nothing for us. What else is new, right? And then you can pile Mississippi into that debacle because thanks to Roger Wicker, that's what he wants for us too. Again, our tax line is 769-208-3809. Thanks for joining. Unleashed. UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com is the podcast. Got a text from John that said, 
is because they're Ukraine lobbyists. And un unfortunately, he's true. He's right. They give money to get votes. Vote for this bill. I'll give you this bill. Or I'll give you some dollar bills. It's more than a middle finger, you guys. Yeah, thanks for the tax, John. Thanks for the tax. Another tax there embezzling our tax dollars on Capitol Hill. That's exactly what they're doing. Thank you for the tax. You know, I like Josh Hawley. He's, he tells it like it is, okay? Period. Period. He tells it like it is. Remember the movie? Remember the old saying? Remember all the times that we've heard this growing up? Well, it's exactly what's happening. Ukraine is a money pit. That's what it is. It's a slush fund baby for the United States. It's the 51st state for the elitist. That's exactly what it is. You know, I'm old enough to remember when there were many anti-war Democrats. I really am. Where are they now? Where are they now? When you sell your soul, that's it. When you sell your soul, that's it. You know, it is textbook for them now. It's textbook for them to help everyone except for their citizens and their constituents. That, I mean, you can write a book about it, and you're always going to be right because they're always going to do it. They're going to. Imagine, just imagine in your mind if they fought that hard for the citizens of, say, Maui or for the citizens of, just pick a state. Just pick one. What if they fought that hard against crime, fentanyl? The open border. Seriously. But guess what? <laughs> they don't do that because they're not in bed with them. When you have your own president, so-called president, Joe Brandon Biden, whose entire family has been in bed with China and God knows who else, of course, Ukraine. And the big push has always been about money laundering. They're not going to stop, y'all. Kickback money has always been there. But this time, it's completely, 100% designed that way. They just, it is. We, the people, are pissed. And for a change, just about everybody is. Except for the lunatics. You know, here's one more text message before we move on. Why can't we have someone who puts America first and fights for every inch of American pride? Good question. Good question. Good questions. All of these are great comments. They just are. You know, I'm still floored every day that we're actually having to get on the radio or the podcast or, quite frankly, anywhere walking down the street and take up for our own country that we live in.
just blows my mind. But that's where we are, y'all. That's where we are. Carlton Rush, there is money in war, and these politicians are all invested in the tools of war money. That's what they're uh, fighting for, yeah, that and their other tools, which are, they are a tool, all of them. They're tools, unacceptable tools. have to kill this bill. It's a plot against Donald Trump. It's a plot against Republican voters, and we have to stop it. It's getting out of hand. The, the, the people up here are trying to uh, di divide our country. And you saw 18 Republican senators join with all but one Democratic senator in order to propel that bill forward. Now, in the bill that is being debated right now on the Senate floor, there are golden handcuffs because it doesn't just fund Ukraine in 2024. It also funds Ukraine in 2025 and 2026. Now this weekend, we saw the military-industrial complex moving in full force to push through something, push through something that enjoys the support of every Democrat in the United States Senate. But the Democrats and a bunch of neocons on the Republican side, they want to send money so bad. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. They want to send money so bad to a losing cause, which is Ukraine. That goes about $8 billion worth the economic assistance to Ukraine that can and will be used to fund the salaries of Ukrainian bureaucrats and other government employees in Ukraine. We know that the very same foreign policy wisdom of the last 30 years, it's not the wisdom of the World War II generation. It's the wisdom of never-ending war in Afghanistan, yes. never-ending war in Iraq, lying about weapons of mass destruction, starting a war in Syria that we had no business involved in. It is the logic of perpetual warfare, not of any sort of patriotic stance. Uh, we've all gone mad. We're borrowing money, printing money, impoverishing the American people so we can pay for all of this stuff in Ukraine. We're in tough times, Charlie. I don't know what's going to happen to our country or, you know, the taxpayers, the citizens, and, and really even our allies. This thing has been negotiated in secret by a tiny handful of senators to the exclusion of the American people and not giving the, 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 uh, the people's elected lawmakers in the Senate the chance to debate it. This is total disenfranchisement and taking money away from them that's not theirs to spend. And it's, it's just about people wanting to fight wars. And uh, I think Joe Biden thinks the only way he can he can win re-election, which I think that would be impossible, I, uh, I hope, uh, that he, that we're in two or three wars. This is a bill that spends $95 billion. And over $60 billion of that goes to Ukraine. So we've got to really, I think, hammer this hard, Charlie, and try to defeat this thing. We've got to get somebody back in in the White House just going to pull back people together. Everybody says Trump divides people. Let me tell you what, Trump is for the American people that want the American public and the Constitution to be on the same page. And that's the reason he has got to get elected. If he doesn't, I can't imagine going through four more years of this craziness up here in Washington, D.C., because we are on the verge of losing our country. Absolutely. That was Tommy Tuberville, J.D. Vance, Mike Lee. Talking common sense with Charlie Kirk, okay? But guess what? The bill passed through the Senate 
early this morning at 3.30 a.m. after they recorded this. How does that make you feel if that doesn't P.O. you, if that doesn't make you feel so extremely disappointed, not just in the Senate, but in Americans, because those senators are Americans, most of them, it just... It's heartbreaking, but at the same time, you're PO'd because they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They planned out on how to do it, and then they followed through on it and did it anyway, knowing the people were not going to like it. They still did it. Why? They're neocons. They're elitists. They're better than us, okay, in their minds. They're better than us. They're smarter than us. They know what's best for our families. Of course, this is all BS. It's 100% BS. But that's what's going on in their minds, okay? The narcissism, the wickedness. And then really, it's just downright evil. It's just downright evil. Rand Paul. Love me some Rand Paul. Got to give him credit, too. Where credit is due, always have to give him credit where credit is due. Sometimes I feel like Rand Paul's the only one, though. We shouldn't feel like that as Americans. So I, for one, think that the American people are opposed to this bill. I think they're opposed to the concept of Ukraine first and America last. And I predict that this issue doesn't go away. I predict that the House of Representatives is not going to take up this bill. I predict that the vast majority of the Republicans in the House of Representatives are more conservative than the Republicans in this, in this body. And I predict that this fight is not over. During this debate, and the fact that we were able to delay and talk about this for five days, five and a half days, the Speaker of the House spoke out. And I don't know that he would have been prompted to speak out, although he has spoken out previously against this. But the Speaker of the House spoke out today and said he's not taking this bill up. See, they've put together border reform that actually would transform things, border reform that acknowledges that it's an emergency. So I will be a no and continue to be a no on this bill because I think it puts a Ukraine first and America last. And with that, Madam President, I yield my time. Rand Paul, great guy. Rand Paul, great guy. But he's from the same state from the neocon Mitch McConnell. Too bad that Mitch McConnell is dead on arrival because uh, Ryan Paul is right on uh, right on track. Okay, right on track. Now this, my friends, is a very popular subject. Okay, and people are saying maybe move on on the conversation. I'm trying to move on, but we're getting slammed with messages because that's how important this is. Someone texted me and said the audio you played is three good men amongst a hundred of snake rhino backstabbers. Yeah. That's sad, isn't it? Very, very sad. Very sad. But here's the deal. You know, I don't know for positive and anybody doesn't know for sure that the House will be able to pull off the votes. But... If everybody gets in line on the same page and uses their, quite frankly, sanity 
and common sense, which we all know there's not much common sense left in the world, then that's it. The text message about uh, Burton for U.S. Senate uh, running against Roger Wicker. Vote Burton. Burton for U.S. Senate. Look it up online. Burton, excuse me. Burton for U.S. Senate. Now, Burton, top gun. He's a top gun guy. Retired. A real top gun. Okay. He's 100% on board with Trump. I can tell you that because I met him. I met him for sure. Uh, he's all about stopping the border, stopping the inflation, restoring the military, and stop weaponizing the government, which is what's happening. And he's on board. It looks like I'm looking at his website. He's on board with America First, period. And then you have Dan Eubanks also running against Wicker. So the choices are out there, people. Just know, without opinion at all, just know, that the primaries are March 12th. It will be time for you to make a decision. But don't skip vote day. Okay, even if you don't agree with me, go vote. I'm not telling you which person to vote for. I'm saying go vote. Make a wise decision. Look at what you have at stake. Look at what the future of Mississippi and the entire nation has at stake. Then make up your mind. Then make up your mind. But right now, one of our senators, Roger Wicker, is on that list, y'all. I have no respect for him anymore. I haven't in a long time, but definitely not now. I see Chuck, the madman, scam man, Schumer, bragging on Twitter X right now. The Senate has just passed the national security bill. There's no security in it. It's money in it. He said, for our democracy, they always throw that around. We're a, we are a constitutional republic, not a democracy. Okay, we are. We being the American citizens, not Chuck the bad boy Schumer. We're going to get into the story. We're going to get into the story of the Lakewood Church shooter. Okay. Who, in fact, was an immigrant, likely illegal, was previously detained by ICE, and uh, also voted in the 2020 election. How is that possible? How is that possible if they're not an American citizen? Go figure, right? Go figure. And to add to that story, all kind of interesting, interesting stuff coming out. Now, I've seen people, even on my uh, Twitter account, which is Unleashed underscore talk, seen people, you know, trying to make this about Joel Olstein and his megachurch. It doesn't have anything to do with Joel Olstein. This just happened at his church, which means it can happen anywhere. It can happen at a mega church with mega security. It can happen anywhere. That should be the point. The point shouldn't be whether Joel Olstein is a real Christian or a or whatever it is that people come up with insanity stuff. That's not the point. Okay? There's no point in that. So good morning, Lloyd. Good morning. Carlton, the voting system is smoke and mirrors. It's to make it seem 
that we the people actually have a voice. Look at how that's going. David Hall said 350 million of us, a few thousand of them, overran and overrun the Beltway. In for a penny, in for a pound. That's right. We're going to get into that story coming out of the next break on for the next segment. Some crazy stuff going on in that story, okay? But once again, it's all the same. It's all connected to the mentally ill who've been indoctrinated by the education system, by the Democrat policies they've passed, and the indoctrination that they preach at you, not to you, and expect you to follow in line with pronouns and other garbage. Pronouns and other garbage. Just, it doesn't make sense, right? Of course it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all. But it's, it is where we are, you guys. It is where we are. It is where we are. The Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday. They kept throwing the camera at Taylor up there, you know. Throwing the camera at Taylor. I don't know, a couple of years ago, they would have been throwing that camera constantly at Elon Musk. But as soon as he started believing in free speech... <laughs> And allowing free speech again, he was hated. He was at the Super Bowl with his kid. They showed it maybe once, only on one, you know, just boom, bam, real quick. But Elon, Elon Musk, now that he allows free speech, he allows people to think and say their thoughts on Twitter slash X, and he's on board with Tucker Carlson and other people like that. You know, he let Alex Jones back on Twitter. Come on now, they hate him now. And, this, and he said, quote, the spending does not help Ukraine prolonging the war and sacrificing the flower of youth. How much truth to that? A lot, you guys. It just doesn't help. <laughs> At all. <laughs> crazy, isn't it? I mean, it's crazy how these people think. I got a small audio clip from Elon. The really important thing, to, to bear in mind here is that um, this, this spending does not help Ukraine. Prolonging the war does not help Ukraine. This is very important to appreciate. Um, I, I think it's it's fantastic. Like America wants to be the good guy. You, you know that that's actually pretty rare. We actually care about what, whether we're the good guy or not. <laughs> Most countries don't. Um, and, and, and we, want to, we want to keep that. We want to do the right thing. We want to help people. The, the problem is prolonging the war and, and having, sacrificing the flower of Ukrainian youth. And, and we should have some sympathy for the Russian youth as well. It's not like they want to be there. Um, and having all these boys die for nothing is wrong. And it needs to stop. That's it, Elon Musk. I 100% agree with him. I 100% agree with Elon Musk on that. You know, very very, very much agree with him. And that bill should have been dubbed the corrupt politician's first bill because that's truly what it is. Thanks for the text, Jenny. Appreciate it. Debbie said the government tried to get us scared of getting in public, like going to church with C-19 COVID. Now they are using people to shoot up churches to see if people will stop going. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? 
Chris Martin, how much more do we take? How much more are we going to give up? Are we? Good question, Mark. Before we say enough is enough. Now, we're not giving up over here at Unleashed Entertainment Talk. It's not going to happen. But will some people give up? Unfortunately, probably so. Because they already have. They already have. I got a t- <laughs> I got a text message from Michelle saying Biden and the swamp won't stop. They're out for your retirement money. How true is that? It may be a jokingly thing, but it's, it's actually a fact, too. OK, that's what it is. Because the bureaucrats pushing for more money to Ukraine, they know that the money is paying the salaries of the Ukrainian quote politicians and bureaucrats over there so we're rolling on this uh, Tuesday it is February 13th it is Fat Tuesday Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday the year is 2024 my name is D you're listening live on the radio we also have the Facebook live and we do have the podcast following the show at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com the Unleashed Talk Network my name is D. I told you we were going to get into this next story. The Lakewood, Lakewood Church shooter. Okay, the Lakewood Church. That's a mega church in Texas, Houston area. It is Joel Olstein's church, but this is not about Joel Olstein. I don't care if you believe him or not, because it's about the good people. Okay? The innocent people. Innocent. As in a child innocent so the lakewood church shooter of course identified as a whack job trans well while back the iowa high school shooter identified as a radical rainbow activist the nashville shooter identified as a trans the colorado shooter identified as a trans the colorado Springs shooter identified as a non-binary. The Denver shooter has just identified as a trans. The Aberdeen shooter identified as a non-binary. One thing is very clear, everyone listening, and please listen closely. Please listen, listen, excuse me, closely. Good morning to Karen Cole. Keep it real, girl. Have a great day. One thing is very clear, though. The movement of the new trans community, whatever the whatever they are, the pronoun community. The movement is radicalizing activists into terrorists. Okay? Terrorists. And it's only getting worse. Now, I didn't make any of this up. I'm reading straight down the line facts. So, don't want to get any text messages or any of that other stuff, okay? Because I've said over and over and over again on this show, I do not care what you are as an adult. It's your business, okay? Don't indoctrinate the children into it, though. Do not do that. Then that's when we have a problem, okay? We have a major problem. Good morning to Frank Stacy. We're always saying it loud and proud. So... Here's the deal with uh, Jeffrey Ascalante, also known as, I don't know, two or three other names, 
girl names, whatever. And also the insanity, they actually label this person as white. DEI strikes again. This was done on purpose to skew the data. This person, it looks like, voted in 2020, but they're not an American citizen. <laughs> Go figure, right? Go figure. Words no longer have meaning because there's a word right there on the uh, police report. Non-Hispanic, but yet this person is Hispanic. So here we go, okay? Here we go. There's a clear difference between protected speech and violence, okay? But colleges across the world and across the country seem to be confused. If you agree that, uh, you know, American campuses should be safe havens from this radical whatever, you probably should agree with it at this point. They should be safe havens from all of that because this is a mental illness issue. That's what it is. This person was arrested numerous times as a man and as a woman, armed with an AR-15 with a Palestinian sticker on it, of course. Long arrest history dating back to 2005. Mental health history, according to Houston PD. And the child who was shot at the Lakewood Church, who may not make it. I'm not even sure the child did make it. I got to go check on that in a few. Was our own son or his own son. Okay. So this, you guys, this, this whole situation has become a major issue in this country. And it needs to end. And it needs to end right now. Who would ever think treating a profound mental illness by... Leaning into the delusion and affir affirming a lie. I mean, this again, along with the others, will be buried in the news. It will. Watch what I'm telling you. Maybe one or two channels for a day or two, and then it will be, it will disappear. It will disappear. As usual, the mainstream media has always stayed silent on this. I got a text message saying, hey, D. This story will disappear faster than a drunk hammer in the middle of the night. It's hammer time. It's funny, but it's true. Funny, but it's true. And Eric Leach made a great point that we don't talk about enough, and we should. Also, prescription and psychotropic drugs. Psychotropic drugs, of course, that's a major issue. Big time. And they hand it out like candy. Oh, yeah, come on in and see me. Take this, take that, take this, take that. SSRI cocktails. That's not a good idea, you guys. It's not. It's just not a good idea. It's been proven time and time again for the last 20 years. Time and time again. The transgender whatever identified as... Janess Moreno, who also went by Jeffrey, was born a biological female but transitioned to a trans man. Additionally, they have her listed white. I mean, how can you even start keeping up with all this junk? I mean, really, how? How can you start keep on keeping up with it, you know? Pronouns this, pronouns that, 
constantly, constantly. And you know that school shooter whose manifesto that the FBI refuses to release was also a female to male switcheroo. This, my friends, and what about the five-year-old, the daughter? What about the five-year-old? What about it? And, you know, when you go on Twitter or X or anything, people start in on, you know, when this subject is brought up or when this story is brought up, they start in on Joel Olstein. It's not Joel Olstein's fault. I'm not a big fan of Joel Olstein. I know what a mega church is. I know they're out to make money. I get it. That doesn't give the right for anybody to go up in there shooting. I mean, seriously. It just doesn't. Doesn't give no business should have the nobody should walk in any business and just start shooting because they're a lunatic, okay? That's just uncalled for. And shooting your own child, you're one sick, twisted son of a you know, whatever your pronoun is this week. That's what you are. Don't get this twisted and make it about Joel Olstein because it's not. It just happened to happen at one of his churches. It just happened at one of his churches. Which, by the way, it happens at all kind of places. Schools, where children are. And again, a child was injured. And the person's own son. It's just, there's more proof that people are mentally ill in our government is promoting this. And it did not help when they shut a lot of these states down for years. We didn't have to deal with that in Mississippi, thank God. But a lot of these states, they got shut down for years. Years. So I think the most important statement I take out of that is more proof that these are mentally ill people and the corrupt government with the DEI and the indoctrination into the whatever cult they're trying to promote, the insanity cult. The government is promoting this crap. So that's that. You know, change my mind, please. Change my mind. I don't think you'll be able to change my mind because this is really based on evidence Based on evidence, it's not based on BS. People need to start taking a look in the mirror, you know, taking a look in the mirror at what's actually happening and just and follow the Constitution. You know, of course, you can be sarcastic. Everybody is at some point. Now's the time, you people out there listening, please, to represent the actual people as far as the government goes and represent the good things and bring it back to the star spangled banner bring it back to the flag bring it back to the you know prayer in school bring it back to jobs in this country and not giving them away to every other country okay somebody sent me a text it said hey d trans women or men explain that I, well first of all that's insane but it's true unfortunately in their minds Okay, so a trans woman <laughs> is also a man. So, you know, I can't keep up with all these pronouns and all this stuff. I just can't do it. I can't do it because most normal citizens, and I'm being honest here, okay? This is no slam against anybody. Most 
hardworking Americans raising a family, they simply don't have the time to waste on the nonsense, okay? They just don't. Now, these mentally ill people that are looking for attention or they're changing this, they're changing that and all, I mean, go get help or something. But when it comes to shootings at high schools, churches, whatever, I mean, what would what would they expect us to do? Just stand I mean, what would they expect the law enforcement to do? Stand around and do nothing? Of course not. Law enforcement signs up to protect the people. And in this case, in Houston, they did. They did. They took the person out. But that's what happens, you know. That's what happens. You know, it just does. Full, legit, mental breakdown is happening in America. It's been on the rise, the rampant, rampant rampage since the whole country was shut down with COVID-19. All that did was fuel the fire of mental illness. It really did. And that's not an excuse. That's an absolutely fact. So the full transcript that they just released in uh, the Swamp, uh, the Swamp, D.C., today we're releasing the transcript of our transcribed interview with Rob Walker, a Biden family associate linked to the Biden dealings with China and Romania. So they're going to be releasing that today. Good. Around the time Hunter Biden and his associates received a, quote, $3 million payment from the CEFC entity, Joe Biden attended a CEFC meeting at the Four Seasons in Washington, D.C. Okay, there's a ton of information in this. So if you're interested in that, you can look up the Oversight Committee. The House Oversight Committee for the United States of America. And they're releasing all the transcripts from Rob, Rob Walker, who admitted Hunter Biden's name, last name would get people in the door and had a letter he drafted on Hunter Biden's letterhead because he was the son of, at the time, Vice President Joe Biden. More information coming out on the foolishness. More information coming out on the foolishness. And during the Obama-Biden administration, Hunter Biden, Rob Walker, and James had a lucrative contract with Romania, who was also under investigation. Tuned into the un unfiltered, unapologetic, and of course, uninhibited, unleashed entertainment talk. My name is D. It is Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, by the way, February 13, 2024. Tomorrow morning, we're going to have a special guest, um, Kimberly from SK Podcast. SK Podcast is a, a podcast that just opens up wide open 
to the culture war and to the insanity that's going on around the country. Okay? SK Podcast. Check them out online. Just look up SK Podcast. They're actually local if you're in Mississippi. But they have a worldwide audience, of course. And uh, we're going to be talking with Kimberly one of the founders of SK Podcast. She will be on this show tomorrow morning, approximately 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. Check that out. Props to them. Okay. So, you know what we're all talking about? We're talking about the Oversight Committee. We're moving on, but this all still goes back, you guys. We're going to connect these two stories together. We're going to connect them directly together, okay? There's a brand new, and this is from Axios, okay? Sometimes, you guys, you have to read the left media to understand what's really going on. You just have to. It's part of the deal. If you're a true journalist, you want to see what they're saying and what they're doing. But a brutal new article from the Axios, in its title, How Biden Botched the Border. So Biden exploded with rage and his team that was aboard Air Force One that was on the way to the border last year. Okay, they were. Susan Rice called HHS Secretary Xavier a B, I mean, an ass, an idiot. That's what she called him. Just not that nicely. And the VP course Kamala Harris team made it clear that her responsibilities began and ended by the way with root causes in just the three northern triangle counties in Mexico with a former Biden administration official saying Kamala has been at best ineffective well no duh ineffective so Mayorkas disagreed with Biden's 100-day halt on deportations. Okay, that's come out. Homeland Security Advisor Liz Sherwood Randall displayed inexperienced. Inexperience. She also asked for a memo explaining the difference between refugees and asylum seekers. Biden administration has listened to the, quote, vocal immigration advocates outside the administration. That's why all this crap is going on. Seriously. The White House generally didn't want to talk publicly about immigration or the border for much of Biden's first three years, feeling it would, quote, draw attention to a political vulnerability. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Publicly, the White House also initially downplayed jumps in illegal border crossings as normal, quote, ebbs and flows. Yeah, I remember when they used to use those words. Ebbs and flows. Give me a break. Even some internally pushback to acknowledge that the problem was significant. So, to wrap this up real quick, this article, Axios, highlights a combination of Quite frankly, incompetence, infighting, indifference regarding the administration's handling of the border for the last three and a half years. That's what it does. So when you see it from their perspective, 
it really is that serious, even from their perspective, from their it's gross negligence of the entire administration. We need leadership again, you guys. We need law and order, common sense, money in our pockets. So Susan Rice, remember, she left. I'm not a fan of hers, but she left. She did. And when all this leaking starts breaking out, which it is right now, old Sleepy Joe Biden is being pushed out, y'all. That's just the way politics work. This is how the Democrats, the Marxists, plan to win in November. You know, this is what it's all about. The border is a, quote, Biden-made crisis because he's the president, so he gets the blame, period. That him and his administration have ignored from the beginning. Once it grew into a unmanageable beast, it's become the fault of the Republicans for not wanting a thrown-together deal. So stupid. Anybody believes these fools? Really? Got a text message from Gracie. Thanks for the text, Gracie. How uh, Biden welcomed millions of illegals, many terrorists and gang members, drugs and rapists into our country. He needs to go. Yep. That's what he has allowed. That's exactly what he's allowed. Anyone else in America and around the country sees this. They just do. Now, they're going for another impeachment of Mayorkas this week. Will it happen? I don't know. It didn't happen last time. But Steve Scalise will be there today or whichever day they do it, Thursday. Um, so we'll see if that passes. We will see if that passes. You know, this is this whole U.S. asylum law is junk. I mean, it just is. It's junk. It's a junk deal. Vice President Kamala Harris and her office. You know, she doesn't get along with anybody. They all will say that. They just don't get along with their, quote, boss. There's a reason for that. I don't know the reason because I don't work for her and wouldn't. And then Mayorkas says, oh, we got it all under control. Yeah, right. But hey, folks, it's under control. Yes, yeah, under the control of nut jobs, literally. Who don't know their names? The combination of the infighting, the incompetence, and the indifference at the White House now. Are we surprised? No, of course not. We're not surprised. But it is surprising seeing the mainstream media that leans very far to the left talking about it now. It's only taken them almost four years to talk about it. But when they start talking about it, they're ready for the candidate to go. Good luck on that, Mr. Biden. <laughs> Good luck on that, Mr. Biden. When they want you out, you might be out. They want you out, you may be out. So that's a brand new report from Axios. How Biden botched the border. Yeah, your own people are after you now, sir. Good luck. Good luck. So it's another story we're going to talk about today. Big Brother. Big Brother. They're always watching you guys. Always watching and listening. So the Office of Digital Government in Gilbert, Arizona. The Office of Digital Government in Gilbert, Arizona has issued reprimands against town employees who support 
Donald Trump and law enforcement. You can support a cop and you can support Donna, Donald Trump and you will be reprimanded. That's ungodly insane that that's happening in America. Do you hear me? These are end time crazy stuff. Under a policy being likened to something out of the freaking George Orwell's novel 1984, a town in Arizona is paying more than a million dollars in salaries to employ spies. Okay, they're paying a million dollars. It's a small town. Spies to mon monitor private social media posts of town employees, etc. And anything at all that aligns with a conservative view. You got to be kidding me. You have to be joking. But guess what? It's not a joke. Although the Gilbert Office of Digital Government, never heard of it, workers can support the BLM causes and the LGBTQRSTVWXYZ. They can support that, but they cannot support the police department or, the, or Donald Trump. They also reprimanded a local firefighter for posting a picture of himself on Facebook standing next to a cutout poster of Donald Trump. Seriously, I mean, I would be out of there. I mean... I would be completely gone. This department even sent a warning notice to the fire department. We must be careful that we not take sides. I mean, in, in this kind of stuff is what one of them said. But look, the memo was part of dozens of documents that the Goldwater Institute attained through public records. So this was actually investigated by the Epoch Times and the Goldwater Institution. Good for them. Keep busting these kind of people out. We need more watchdog groups because these people are so narcissist and they will keep trying the deliberate mind control as part of their government tactics. It's what it really is. It's Big Brother in the flesh. They're literally trying to silence anyone who doesn't bend the knee to their agenda. Okay, I'm telling you, ain't no knees bending at Unleashed Entertainment Talk. We don't bend knees. It's a town of 268,000 people. They got enough problems, according to the people that live there, than to deal with all this. I mean, I wouldn't deal with it. These are all new woke mandates. They're mandates, though. They're not just talked about. They're freaking mandates. All these people need to be exposed, really. Exposed, exposed, exposed until they're just beat down and beat out of office. And, it, you know, that's the main thing. Vote all these kind of Fruit Loops out. Bring back common sense, you know. Just do it. That's got to happen. Goldwater Institute stated that records they attained show that between 10 and 12 employees make up the office staff with salaries ranging from 60 to 200,000 bucks. Wow, just to jump on TikTok and push the blue agenda and the woke agenda. That's, that's what they get paid for. They get paid for that. And the role of the government is not that, people. The role of the government is not that. The role of, of the government for cities and municipalities where they are 
is provide roads, sewer protection, fire protection, police protection, garbage pickup, water, etc. But they don't do any of this according to these investigations. They just spy on the community and report to the city manager. So in other words, most of these people are bureaucrats, of course, which is the deep state, the administrative state. They're lackeys, they're elitist. They're lackeys, though. They really are. Who enjoy their power. And it's basically racism. And it's definitely, definitely censoring the people of their city. It's got to be dealt with. Any town, not just there. Any town. So the town councilor, one of them, has told a, excuse me, a local television station in Arizona, and they're doing a 20-minute segment on this. So maybe that'll help these poor people. I mean, wouldn't you hate to live there? I mean, seriously. You can't even post anything. Now, we all know that Facebook does all kind of crazy stuff and gets into our lives and all. But not at that level, okay? Not at that level. This is a office of digital government. That's what they call themselves. But they're unelected fools. They're unelected. They're not elected. They're either a appointed or paid. Middle finger them and get them out of all or get them out of their jobs. It's what you have to do, and that's what we have to start doing with a lot of these companies and a lot of these situations like that one in Arizona, because unfortunately those situations are happening all around the country. And they will not stop. The wokeness is real. It's very, very real. Extremely real. And uh, if you live in Mississippi, I'm going to read the exact quote from last night that I told y'all I would read earlier. Charlie Kirk, straight off of his account here, Senator Roger Wicker is up for primary vote in Mississippi next month. I wonder why he's running in the first place. He doesn't represent the people of Mississippi. And now we know, we know from about four hours ago, that he voted for that bill, okay? He should retire and become a Caesar, Caesar of Ukraine, where his loyalty truly is. That's from Charlie Kirk. So politely call him and let him know how you feel. Gulfport two two eight eight seven one seven zero one seven, Hernando six six two four two nine one thousand two, Jackson Mississippi six zero one nine six five forty six forty four, Tupelo six six two eight four four fifty ten. Okay, fifty ten. This is also another reminder. Then why people need to take a long, hard look at term limits. I had somebody text me named Karen from, uh, and she sent uh, Roger Wicker a handwritten letter asking him to please stop sending billions to Ukraine to defend the U.S. border. Instead of that, he wrote me a lengthy letter back defending his position. So Mississippians need a better candidate, okay? I can't believe he actually wrote somebody back. Unleashed Entertainment Talk. My name is D. It's Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. 
get out to the primaries and primary wicker out. Do it. Better choices out there. Colonel Gannon, Dan Eubanks, do what you got to do. Uh, Donald Trump on uh, yesterday, February 12th, he endorsed uh, North Carolina, to, excuse me, North Carolina GOP chair Michael Watley to succeed, you know, after Ronna McDonald, Daniel stepped down. So um, he also announced his support for his daughter-in-law, Lara Trump, to take up the role of RNC co-chairman. I don't think you could get a better choice than that, personally. In a press conference and press news release, President Trump stressed the need for the RNC to play a crucial role in ensuring fair and transparent elections across the nation and to work seamlessly with his campaign in the upcoming general election, which we know that'll happen if Larry Trump's in there. I mean, she will be all over it. The RNC must be a good partner in the presidential election. It must do the work we expect from the National Party and do it flawlessly. That means helping to ensure fair and transparent elections across the country, getting the vote out everywhere, even in parts of the country where it's, you know, won't be easy. Working with the Trump campaign, as for the Republican presumptive nominee, President Trump, to win this election and make America great again. This is what President Trump said in his press release statement. The following reports that Mrs. McDaniel is stepping down. President Trump endorsed Michael Waitley as her replacement, citing Mr. Waitley's loyalty and commitment to election integrity. He said, Michael has been with me from the beginning, has done a great job in the home state of North Carolina, and is committed to election integrity, which we must and have to keep fraud out of the election so it can't be stolen. The GOP presidential frontrunner, Donald Trump, at, right now, and he's slamming Nikki Haley. So the news that Miss McDaniel may be stepping down, gain headlines after, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy called her out and started all that up. <laughs> the New York Times reported President Trump calling for some changes at the RNC on his February 4th interview as well. She wasn't the correct person, you guys. They made a good choice. She just wasn't. Chairwoman McDaniel has been on the road helping elect Republicans up and down the ballot, and she will continue working hard to beat Biden. Now, I don't think that she probably wants Biden to win, but she's not on board with Donald Trump. She's not on board with the... Uh, with where the Republican Party is. The Republican Party is not the same Republican Party as it was four years ago, eight years ago, or quite frankly, a year ago. In an RNC email previously disclosed, Ms. McDaniel did not confirm or deny the rumors that she would be stepping down. The email was disclosed by Turning Point USA founder Charlie Kirk and uh, then the Epoch Times, of course, uh, who are very familiar with the matter. So this is the deal. And Lara Trump, who obviously was the former president's daughter-in-law, is extremely talented communicator. 
who's dedicated to MAGA, obviously. And the MAGA movement has agreed to run for RNC co-chair, according to the news release. She uh, told the interviewer that she wants to accept this challenge and it would be great. President And President Trump agreed. Yeah, I think it'd be great, too. I do. She knows the man. She's around the man. Her husband is the man's son. She understands what the Trump campaign should look like, feel like, and be about. So, this group is highly talented, battle-tested, and smart. But, this is not in the interview. This is me talking to you. But what all will they do to stop this man from not being president? We already know. They will do anything and everything. They have no conscience, no soul. Anything and everything to make this not happen. But I think these are good choices that Trump is going with and endorsing. So, good. Any news is good news. Any news to get Ronald McDaniel out and to get the party back on track for the MAGA movement, which is what it's all about anyway. Good morning, Robin Parks. Thank you for listening. So, the House also released a bill. This is mind-blowing as well. (laughs) I mean, we knew it was coming. We talked about it a couple of months ago, but it's happening, people. To reauthorize the warrantless, keyword warrantless, it means they need no warrant, spy powers. The House has released a bill to reauthorize the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1978. Okay, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's the, quote, FISA, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, which means... It is meant to target non-citizens abroad, but there's a big but there. And many times it is swept up in Americans and swept up a lot of Americans in its process. Of course it has. The legislation makes a series of wide reforms to FISA spying authority, which has come under increasingly, increasingly heavy scrutiny since it was last reauthorized in 2018. I'm sure it has. Because remember all the FISA, the illegal FISA warrants? Because there is no warrant. Yeah, there was a lot going on with that for a couple of years there. You know, a couple of years there. All right, Unleashed Entertainment Talk. My name is D. It is, uh, of course, Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, y'all. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day, Wednesday, but... Today is Fat Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. My name is D. You're listening to WPBP 104.3 FM is the studios. It's also on the TuneIn app at WPBP. We're on Facebook Live at Unleashed Entertainment Talk. And our podcast follows the show. And all episodes are uploaded at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. You choose the player, Apple, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartMedia, Google Play, etc., Listen for free and get caught up on the latest episodes. We're talking about the FISA warrant. I mean, excuse me, the FISA, the law, the House, putting it back into effect. The Foreign Intelligence Surveillance from 1978. The warrantless. So let's get that straight. Not a warrant. It's warrantless. Dangerous things, people. Dangerous things. Dangerous things for the American people. 
It just is. But we got to get to this next story because it's that important. Fanny Fonny Willis may be disqualified from the Trump Rico federal case over the excuse me the Trump Rico case over an affair with the prosecutor eventually and the evidentiary hearing must occur according to the judge okay the judge said quote i think it's possible that the facts alleged could be a result in disqualification for Miss Fanny Fanny Willis over in Georgia, Georgia. Um, so I think this is going to happen pretty quick too. Okay, I think it's going to happen pretty quick. Um, she tanked her whole hate case against Trump. You know, she just did. She tanked it because she's so corrupt already. You know, that's what it is. She's so corrupt already. And Fanny, 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 Fanny Willis is going to have to answer some questions with a evidentiary hearing. That's what's going to have to happen over in Georgia. Specifically looking at Defendant Roman's motion, it alleges a personal relationship that resulted in a financial benefit to the district attorney. And that is no longer a matter of complete speculation. The state has admitted a relationship existed. And so what remains to be proven is the existence and extent of any financial benefit. Again, if there, is, if there even was one. So because I think it's possible that the facts alleged by uh, the defendant could result in disqualification, I think an evidentiary hearing must occur to establish the record on those core allegations. So just to emphasize, I think the issues at point here are whether a relationship existed. Yep, that was directly the judge. That was a Zoom camera inside the courtroom. That's going to happen, you guys. The judge made it perfectly clear, literally, perfectly clear. Now, we all know that uh, Fannie Willis, Fannie Willis, Letitia James, all these people have come out after Trump, literally. All of them, including some judges, all that. But this is a RICO case, okay? So she needs to be real careful or they're going to kick her off this case. And then they're going to have to make the tough decision of, are they going to continue the case? They're going to start all over and continue this case. I mean, think about it. That's a lot to think about. With the election coming up and the person that you are trying to, quote, jail is the leading candidate in the presidential election. Completely insane, isn't it? Completely insane. <sighs> Another thing I got to talk about. I saw Nikki Haley went on one of them, Fox, I believe, with her propaganda. Democrat attacks is what she was using, by the way. She was using the Democrat attacks on Trump. Really? Including the infamous suckers and losers and the word hoax. She then calls him a draft dodger and said the closest he's come into harm's way 
was a golf ball hitting him on a golf cart. Okay, what does that have to do with her losing? Because she's going to. Those were her own words, though, okay? And by the way, she worked for Donald Trump, okay? She did. She worked for him. The same BS over and over again. She's just like Hillary Clinton. No different at all. I cannot wait for this neocon fraud to get destroyed in her own state, South Carolina. It's coming. It's coming up real soon. Real soon. And if I recall, she cheated on her military husband more than once in their own vehicle. Mm -hmm. My question is why he didn't divorce her. I guess she wears the pants. That's what I would guess. She's got the money. She's got the military contracts. I guess he just sucked it up. Sucked it up. Uh, basically, she's auditioning for Uncle Joe's spot at this point. And, and, and really, that, that's what she's thinking. She's thinking that there is a shot that Trump will be jailed. I mean, that's just exactly what she's thinking. And Nikki Haley's nothing more than a nasty Democrat, you guys. That's what she is. She just is. She's a cheating liar. But, you know, some people will vote for her, but I highly doubt she will even come close in her own state of South Carolina, where people actually know her. They know her. So, you know. And on top of that, even if Trump wasn't in the race, she's an arrogant, wannabe, Hillary Clinton, cocky person. People are tired of that. They're tired of the elites. They're tired of everybody telling them what to do. They're, you know, they want a commander in chief that actually does something for the American people. Not being a warmonger, sending money to Ukraine and everyone else and their mother except the American people. Which is what she would do. That's her business, y'all. Military. That's the name of the game. Okay? The name of the game for Never Nikki Haley. She has a very bright future in Democrat politics, but not in uh, conservative. I have a couple of texts here. She's a traitor to America. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, exactly. Here's another text. I despise her more and more every day. Don't like to see her talk. Yeah. Because her talking points are nothing more than Democrat talking points. They're not Republican. They're not conservative. She just preaches at people. When are these people going to learn that you don't talk at people, you talk to them? You don't talk down on people, you talk with them. They're not going to learn. Because they're elitists. They're elitist. They think they're better than us. And in Nikki Haley's case, she acts like it every time the microphone's on. Anyway, a couple more texts. We'll move on from this story. Uh, here's another one. This reminds me of the end of every Democrat campaign, especially Hillary Clinton. Same playbook. And we all know it's over for never Nikki Haley. That's exactly right. It's over for hashtag never Nikki Haley. Well, we're all about to find out because the South Carolina primary is coming up in a few weeks. And when she gets stomped by 20 points or more by Donald J. Trump, then maybe she will finally 
understand, or maybe the people dumping all the money will finally understand. But I doubt it because they have a mental illness. They have a mental illness. Trump derangement syndrome. Looks like a Kanye West is going to be voting for Trump again. Kanye West. Man, I see all these videos every day of black and brown people, white people, young people. Don't fall for the lies that every, nobody's voting for Trump. That is such BS. It's, I've never met anybody just wanting to vote for Biden still. But anyway, somebody caught Kanye West on the streets a couple of days ago. And just bluntly ask him the question. That's all you got to do with that guy. He's going to tell you whether you like it, the answer or not. You still back in Trump? Yeah, of course. It's Trump all day. What you talking about? You know what it is. He said, of course I'm back in Trump. It's Trump all day. You know what it is. You know what it is. The 2024 elections are right around the corner, y'all. Keep that in mind. Make sure you're all registered up to vote. And American citizens, we all know. We do. We know. A lot of the radicals may think they don't know or may they, they may think they can talk us out of it or whatever they think because you never know. But the American citizens, we know. It might be quietly, but a lot of people are quiet about it, but they still know. It's no secret that Kanye West is going to vote for Trump. It's no secret that a lot of people are, and you may not know about it, but that's okay. That's okay. They know. Look, I know people are going to say, well, nobody cares about that weirdo Kanye. Whatever. You say that, but he's still got a big voice and a big audience. They're going to call anyone crazy in the media who openly says they're going to vote for Trump. That's why most people just keep their mouth shut now and just go to the ballot box. And that's the way we have to dunk Biden. That's how we have to do it. There's no need to talk about it. Just go to the voting station and vote these foolish folks out. Vote them out. Vote them out, period. And uh, also in another statement that Kanye said, he said, hey, of course I'm voting for Trump. Crazy people are the only people that would vote for Biden. There's some truth to that, of course. Now, in the media, they will tear him up on that. And they are. They are, of course. But, I mean, maybe Kanye West is crazy. But you know what? The country will speak on the voting matter. Now, as long as there's not election fraud, which there will be, but on a large, large scale, Trump needs to run, run and win in a landslide. That is the way you take care of corruption and election fraud. You go for the landslide, just bam, bam, bam. So much to keep up with and so many poll watchers and so many people looking out for President Trump, so many people looking for election fraud, so many people on the same team, and then just knock it out, boom, with massive landslide numbers. That's how you win. It's the only way to beat the Democrats. You can't barely win. You have to knock it out of the park so the electoral count is 
100% done with. And no changing it in the middle of the air, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the air, in the middle of the morning, the next morning, whatever. No changing it. Knock it out to the point to where it, it, trying to change it will do no good early. Early. 